Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone and welcome to Cognitive Recalibration. I'm your host Shravan. We have Tyron with us. Hey everyone. And I finally watched Toy Story 4. Yes. <laughs> so I finally watched it and we're ready to talk about it. So in this episode we'll be reviewing Toy Story 4 as I said and also I'll be talking about Annabelle. I finally watched Annabelle Comes Home as well but you haven't seen it. So I haven't we'll, seen it. No. We'll have a quick review of that but we'll start with Toy Story 4. As usual I've got a Who Am I? It's a Pixar Who Am I? Oh Okay. Is it Kang? Is he a Pixar character? <laughs> he could be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a Pixar one. Let's see. Let's see if you can get it. I was once owned by a young girl named Daisy. I was one of the three toys that Daisy played with the most. One day during a break at a rest stop, Daisy was playing with her toys when she stopped to have some lunch, after which she fell asleep and forgot about them there. The three of us waited day in day out for Daisy to return, but one day we decided to make the journey back to her house. However, upon arriving, we realized that Daisy had already bought new toys and had replaced them. Daisy's a bitch. My fellow toys tried to convince me that Daisy no longer loved us, but despite this, I never, I never forgot the fact that my previous owner loved me. I am 18 inches tall, machine washable on gentle cycle, <laughs> and flame resistant. Who am I? I think I know. It's obviously a Toy Story one. Yes. So, uh, Kang. <laughs> we will get back to that at the end of the episode. Toy Story 4. I had a bit of a story on Toy Story. So, Toy Story is one of the first movies I ever saw, the first Toy Story. I watched it with Dad. I think you were too young to be watching movies at the cinema, so you didn't come. So, me and Dad went and watched it, and I... Um, Hated it. It's the worst movie you've ever <laughs> seen, and you have a vendetta against Toy Story since then. That's how the story goes, isn't it? Not exactly. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I ruined it. Um, I actually really- It goes one of two ways. It's either that or the other way. Yeah. It's the other way. So I really liked it. And I really wanted to get a Buzz Lightyear toy. Yeah. And um, like I kept asking for a Buzz Lightyear toy. And to this day, I haven't got one. Oh, okay. So it's it's a bit of a tragic tale of me not getting a Buzz Lightyear toy. Yeah. <laughs> I still want one. 
if anyone wants to give me one. You're not going to get one from me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he was cool. I liked him better than Woody. Well, Woody's a bit lame, isn't he? But he was Andy's favourite toy for some reason. Yeah, Andy's a dick, though. <laughs> Andy's a spastic. He's making a cowboy and a... And a what, what's Bucks? He's an astronaut, is he? Like a space ranger? A space ranger? Yeah. yeah. He's making a cowboy and a space ranger play together. It doesn't doesn't make a whole load of sense. Yeah, it's, it, it's like the Marvel Universe, like Captain America and Iron Man. Which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man's like Buzz. And uh, Woody's like Captain America. That's you've made very light connections there. <laughs> like there's not a whole load of connections. But anyway, let's review a Toy, movie. Yes, Toy Story Four. Is that what we're reviewing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oops. You have seen it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yes. It's been a while. Yeah, I think you watched yeah. it when it came out, which was June twenty first. Yes. I watched it uh, more recently because I could never get around to watching it, even though it's one of my most anticipated movies of this year, for some reason. It's directed by Josh Cooley. Oh, I love that guy. This is actually the first movie he's directed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he was a storyboard artist for a lot of the previous Pixar films, so Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Up, Cars 2, and Inside Out. Oh, Cars 2, no, (laughs) no. He wrote the screenplay for Inside Out as well. But this is his first movie that he's actually directing, and he's got off to a pretty good start, we must say. So budget-wise, it was $200 million, and box office-wise, it's done about $678 million worldwide so far. So I think it's underperforming when compared to sort of Toy Story 3, but it's still doing pretty well. What is the story non-spoilers? Okay, there's there's toys. The, the new chick owns the toys. I forget her name. Bonnie. Bonnie, Bonnie, yes. that's right. Yeah, so she has the toys from... So it follows on straight on from Toy Story 3, pretty much. So if you haven't seen Toy Story 3, spoilers for Toy Story 3, but Andy gives away his toys to this little girl called Bonnie because he's off to college and he shouldn't be playing with toys anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. That would be very weird. Yeah. So he gives away all his toys to, to Bonnie and so she has the whole gang and she has her own toys as well. So they're kind of like this big... Gang Big, of toys now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's toys and Bonnie Bonnie's going to kindergarten. Bonnie's kindergarten now and she's scared. She's scared. And Woody's worried for her. So he wants to care for Bonnie. Even though she doesn't care about him much. Yeah, she doesn't care about him much. So Woody's like it's like the rejected rejected toy in this one. She doesn't care for him all that much. And um she makes a spork into a toy. And then the spork's her favourite toy, and the spork gets lost. Woody goes to find the spork, and the spork is suicidal. Yes, yes. he is. And on along the way, they meet some other toys, and Buzz has his own little adventure as well, and it's just adventures. Keanu Reeves. Rocks up. Yep. Like he does in everything at the moment. Yep. <laughs> He's slowly taking, around, taking over the world. And there's uh, Key and Peele as well. Yep. <laughs> they, yep. they turn up. So, fun and adventures galore. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was all right. It's not my favourite Toy Story movie. It's pretty good. Um, it's been two weeks since I've seen it now, and I've I've forgotten most of it. It's it's okay. It's good, but it's uh it's not amazing. I probably liked it a bit more than you. I thought it was really good. I thought it was. Uh, I mean, all the Toy Story movies are really good, so it's hard to compare it to the other yeah. ones. But it was a very solid movie. 
before this movie came out, I was wondering why they even needed to make Toy Story 4 because it felt like Toy Story 3 was a good conclusion to the story. But they kind of give you a reason to come back and they did a really good job. And I would say it's probably the best fourth installment to a franchise ever. Fast and Furious 4. <laughs> <laughs> the Fast and Furious. The Fast and Furious, yeah. yeah. The best fourth installment ever made. <laughs> what about Star Wars? Can you count that as the fourth installment? Or is that the first installment? And is the fourth installment Phantom Menace? Yeah. It, well, it depends how you're counting it, but yeah. yeah. But even then, I think... Transformers 4. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Terminator 4? No. There aren't many fours that are good, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I got it. I got it. Best fourth installment, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. But when you take it as a combined franchise, I think Toy Story is stronger. Than Than Transformers. Well, yeah, anything stronger (laughs) than Transformers. But I think Toy Story is stronger than most, most franchises. It's up there with, like, the best ever. Before this movie came out, I would have said that Toy Story, the trilogy is probably the best, one of the best trilogies ever. There aren't many that are close to it. I had big expectations on this one, and I was a bit apprehensive, but they did a really good job, and I really, really enjoyed it. It's probably my second best movie of this year. Second best movie? Yeah. What's your first best movie? Uh, The Nun. That was last year. But it's so good that it (laughs) carried on into this year as well. I just keep watching it. I don't know why. (laughs) We'll be talking about Nun-related stuff after when we talk about Annabelle, but um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really good as well. Yeah. I think in my opening statement, it sounded like I didn't like it. I did like it. It's very good. I like Toy Story 3 better, though. I think that's my favorite. Yeah, I think I also <laughs> like Toy Story 3 better because it was a bit more emotional than this one. Yeah. This one is emotional, but it didn't hit me as hard. hard. This one would hit you hard if you're like a parent. <laughs> like, I think like just a couple couple years older than us, well, not me, a couple years older than you, <laughs> this would be a lot more emotional. Actually, yeah. no. Even older, like our parents would find this more emotional. I think so, yeah. Woody's basically an old parent in this movie. Yeah, he's pretty much like a dad in this movie. That's a his dad, role. Yeah. And Buzz has an interesting role as well. Do you, do you realize they always shaft Buzz in these movies? Yeah, well, this movie's really about Woody. So yeah. He's not. Like- but since Toy Story 1, every movie's been about Woody. Yeah, every movie's been about Woody, except for Toy Story 1, which is yeah. about Buzz and Woody. Yeah, one's about Buzz and Woody, two's about Woody, three's... About Woody. (laughs) Buzz does have a role in three as well, but But, it is mostly Woody. Yeah, and this one's definitely definitely Woody. Yeah, Yeah, this one's definitely a Woody movie. But Buzz is hilarious in this movie. Yeah, and he has... uh, He meets up with some characters who are pretty funny. Woody also meets up with some characters who are... I wouldn't say they're funny, but it's good to see some of the characters again, and some of the characters are new, which were good too. Uh, we'll get into it in spoilers, but... Um, What's Pop- that chick's name? Bo Peep. Bo Peep, yeah, yeah she's so Bo back. Bo Peep is back. Her shape are back. I liked her character in this one. She's really pretty good. good. Animation-wise, I thought it was Pixar-level yeah. incredible. It's good. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Incredibles. Yeah. Incredible. Incredibles. Yeah. Is it Incredibles or is it Incredibles 2? Incredibles 2. It's Incredibles 2. I think yeah. it's even better than Incredibles 2. Animation. It's pretty good. Yeah. Don't realise, but when you go back to Toy Story 1, the animation's a bit wonky. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't look as good. Yeah. But the story's really good, and yeah. the, the voice actors did a, gave a really good performance, so it still holds up. Yeah. But animation-wise, I don't think it's that great anymore. It's a bit anymore. wonky, yeah. I didn't realise. I haven't seen it in a while, but I saw some pictures of this compared to that. I'm like, is that real? Is that actually <laughs> how it looks? 
apparently it is. It's not that great. This was really good, like spectacular, actually, in terms yeah. of the uh, the, the animation. textures and everything. Yeah, are really nice. Looks, the shape look really good. Yeah, well, the they're toy shape, so no, they yeah, look good. They though. look like toy shape. <laughs> it looks so good. It looked yeah. like quality toy shape. There's a segment of this movie in an antique shop, and I thought that looked really good as well. Yeah, creepy dolls. Yeah, creepy dolls. Even more creepier than Annabelle for some reason. <laughs> They had some scary parts in this movie. It's rated G, but I don't know. Probably like, should be like rated PG. PG. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that scary. Yeah. Maybe for like if Little you're kids. four or yeah. three. If you're yeah. Bonnie's age, you probably yeah. get freaked out. <laughs> I was. I had nightmares, but you know. <laughs> Did you have any more positives to talk about? I thought obviously Woody was good. All the voice actors were really good. Even the new additions. It feels like Disney. I don't know. Like, did they plan this? Because that. Happen to get just the actors that are really popular at the moment in this movie? Maybe it's just <laughs> like four years ago when this started. They're like, who's going to be popular in four years? Like, oh, these two black dudes, they're probably going to be popular. You know what? The guy from Matrix, I reckon he's coming back. He's going to be pretty popular as well. Let's put them in let's, this movie. Let's get him in. Let's put, yeah, let's get them in. Let's get <laughs> them in. Yeah. I don't know. I think Hollywood gets together every now and again and they're like, you know what? We want to we want to bring this guy back. Let's let's put this guy in a lot of movies. Every everyone, you, hey you, Fast and Furious guy, put this guy in your movie, and they do that. <laughs> we yeah. still don't know if that's true. I think it is. This is I'm Hobbs and Shaw, right? So. I'm hoping so. So apparently, I, Keanu Reeves is in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, you're, you're hearing it first from us. Probably not. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not first from us. But I think he might be in it. Will it be in Fast Nine? Is that what they're up to? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he'll be in that. The Rock's not in that one either. No, because Vin Diesel and The Rock hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's only going to go one way. Who's more likable? Probably The Rock. Rock, yeah. Which movies do you like that Vin Diesel's in that are not Fast and Furious? Triple X? You like that movie? <laughs> no, I don't. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible movie. Which one? The first one or, or the newest I se- one? I haven't seen the newest one. The newest one? I couldn't sit through it. It was that bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is there one how he's like a tooth fairy or something? No, no. No, you're the- thinking of The Rock. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, the Pacifier. The Pacifier. Yeah. yeah. Do you like that movie? I, I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know. Uh, obviously, Guardians. He's not really in it, though. He's not really in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are probably his best movies, apart from Fast and Furious. But anyway, Keanu, pretty good in this movie. Keanu was good. Keanu Peele were good. I think the standout character for me was, well- Woody's the main character, but the funniest character is Buzz. He has this inner voice thing that I he goes- Forky was pretty funny too. Forky's funny. He's suicidal. He's funny. Yeah. But Buzz's inner voice thing got me laughing a lot. I thought that was very funny. So basically he's got this- He, he what, At one point, Woody tells him, listen to your inner voice, and that tells you what you should do. But he's thinking- Woody's like trying to say, listen to like your heart or whatever. Your conscience. Yeah, yeah your conscience. Yeah. And then Buzz takes that as listening to whatever happens when he presses his button on the front of his on the front of his toy, and it surprisingly yeah. gives him yeah. pretty good instructions. So throughout, <laughs> throughout the movie, every time he needs to make a big decision, he presses the button, and it tells him what to do. And every single time, he follows it, and it gives him surprisingly good results. Yeah, yeah. it works. It works. Yeah. It works for him. Maybe in the next movie, they'll continue that storyline, and he'll yeah. he'll do stuff. I thought it was yeah. hilarious. I I really like that. And the other thing I found hilarious was. Key and Peele's characters, they always come up with plans on how to kind of get past the situation. There's this one part when they figure out a plan to get this key off this old lady, and they go through all these scenarios of how to do it. And it's, 
and yeah. it's it's hilarious. It's pretty funny. And then there's an end credit scene where they With do the, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because they're like these soft toys that look like cute and stuff, yeah. but they've got very devious minds. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take them for face value. That's for yeah. sure. There isn't really a villain in this movie. Yeah, a sympathetic villain, I guess. Yeah, you could say. I wouldn't. There- I wouldn't even say there is a villain. It's not really a villain. She is, but she's sympathetic. You like. In the middle of the movie, she's the villain, but in the end, you kind of understand where she's coming from. She she's, becomes she's, a hero. Well, yeah. she's not like a villain in the previous movies. Like, yeah. three and two and even one had pretty clear villains. I thought that was good. I actually liked all the characters in this. Yeah, I th- some of them get shafted. Like, if your favorite Toy Story character is Slinky, you're probably not going to get a lot out of yeah, him in the, this movie. The original toys, you don't. Apart from Buzz, yep, you don't see much of. What's them. that cowboy chick's name? Jesse. Jesse. You don't get much of Jesse either. Bullseye. Bullseye. I can't even remember if he's in this. <laughs> yeah. The Porky Pig. Yeah, he's hardly in it. The yeah. the dinosaur. He's hardly in it. Yep. The Mister uh, um, Egghead. Potato Head. Potato Head. Yeah, yeah. he's hardly in it. That's because they couldn't use him because the actor the actor's passed away. Who else is in the original? The the little car? The the, the yeah the, the remote controlled car? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not in. It's basically Woody Buzz. Buzz is not in it a whole lot either, and then a whole lot of new characters. Any negatives? Well, those are my negatives. You don't get the you don't get the original as much, and Buzz doesn't get as much to do. Yes. But that's the only thing. Yeah. yeah, I thought. Yeah, otherwise it was really good, really good movie. We'll do our Infinity Stone ratings. Okay. Yeah. So, Soul? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think yeah. all the Toy Story movies are built on Soul. Yeah. So, it definitely gets it. Time? Ooh, is there a flashback? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. There is a flashback at the start. There yeah. is. I'm giving it I'm giving it the time. <laughs> according to my according to my theory, it does have the time. According to your theory, does it? It's well paced. It's yeah. a well paced movie, but there's no time travel or anything like that. But there is a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel as long as it is. It's not a long movie anyway, but it doesn't feel that long at all. Power Stone. Keanu's character has a bit of power going on with him. Uh, there is a, a lot half. of like chasing i wouldn't say like action action it's more like it's more like fast and furious one action (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of moving there's a lot of movement of the characters and they're always kind of which would be new places and doing new stuff which is good because it would be kind of boring if the characters didn't move because then it would just be like real toys (laughs) just looking looking at real toys doing nothing so i'm glad they made the characters move so maybe half a power yeah i would go half yeah the mind stone uh, yeah, half maybe. It's it's a kids movie. It doesn't make you think a lot, but it makes you think a little bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe half. Yeah, reality. Yeah. I think it does. Yeah, it's grounded in reality. Yeah, yeah. As and much as a movie about moving toys, toys can be. <laughs> well, it talks about like basically a father son sort of relationship, as well as a, I guess, growing up and letting go. Which yeah. is sort of explored in all the Toy Story movies. So, yeah, I, I thought it definitely gets the reality. Space, I don't think they go to space. No. Even though Buzz is from space. Buzz is from space, yeah. but no, they don't go to space. In yeah. some of the other Toy Story ones, there they is a space do. segment, yeah. but yeah, not, not in this, this one. one. No. I was actually disappointed because the start of every Toy Story movie, they have this like toy like scenario a, yeah. thing. Like it's in the real world, but it's, and it's just basically playing with the toys. 
Yeah. Um, they didn't have it in this one. Because Bonnie just doesn't have the imagination yeah, to do it. Yeah, she's... She's just not there yet. Yeah, she's not there yet. Yeah. Th- that's the thing about kids these days. They don't have the, <laughs> don't have the imagination, you know? <laughs> All about the iPads and shit like that. So, it gets the soul, the time, half a power, half a mind. So, we're at three. It gets the reality, so four. Four out of six. Pretty good. Pretty good. But once again, I'll... Infinity Stone ratings have no bearing on how good the movie is. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what what the score is. Yes, yeah, and it's a cognitive recalibration for sure. Spoilers. So if you haven't seen Toy Story four and you care about spoilers, come back to this point after you've seen it. Otherwise, just keep listening. The only thing I wanted to touch on is Bonnie really doesn't care about Woody, does she? No, no, she doesn't even realize he's gone. <laughs> yeah, because at the so what happens at the end of the movie is. Woody decides to become a lost toy with Bo Peep and just hang out with Bo Peep. And I think they're on like some carnival ride. Like they, they, they just go around the country with this carnival, I think. And he's going to keep doing that with Bo Peep. And Buzz and the rest of the gang continue to be Bonnie's toys. So Bonnie, Bonnie and her parents drive away and. Woody stays at the carnival. The message is it's quite clear. It's it's easy to tell what it is. It's Woody's lived his whole life trying to protect Andy, and then once Andy left him, he's trying to protect Bonnie. But it's come to a point where they don't need him anymore, and he's kind of lost his purpose, and he doesn't know what to do. And the whole movie is him trying to basically have a purpose, and then in the end finding out he doesn't have one anymore. So then he has to move on and... Yeah. Find another well, his purpose. purpose was to protect Forky and get Forky back. But once he did that, there was nothing else he had to do. It gets you. It gets you a little bit. Yeah, it's a bit sad because he's like the main character of this franchise. But I guess every toy gets to that stage or everything gets to that stage where they don't have a purpose. But he found a new purpose, I guess, to explore the world with Bo Peep. Which, yeah. which, was, which was good. And there was, there was some good goodbye scenes, which were nice. Um, but yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie clearly, well, you think about it, you've got, you've got like a, a bloody, a female sheriff, you've got like a horse that is with the female sheriff, you've got like a, a astronaut space alien dude. Why would you, um, why would you, why you play with the cowboy? Yeah. <laughs> like he's just a cowboy. I guess yeah. so. And she's got all these other if toys you, as well. If you had the choice, would you play with Woody? If, I, I, I wouldn't have played with Woody from the beginning. Exactly, I was, I was always yeah. into Buzz. So. Yeah, so yeah, so he's he was he was up against it to begin with. He didn't have much to to go by, like, and he doesn't even have a voice box anymore. He can't even pull that string. So he loses his voice box to this doll in the antique shop. What's her name? I've got her name. Um, Bonnie. No, that's the girl's. That's a Daisy. I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. I can't um, remember. Yeah. So yeah. she basically, she's kind of bad, but kind of good and okay in the end. She, she actually becomes good friends with Forky as well. Gabby Gabby. Gabby Gabby. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Gabby Gabby. Yeah. So she ends up taking Woody's voice box. And then the bloody chick doesn't want her anyway. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no, nah, fuck this chick. Don't <laughs> want her. And then, yeah. But then there's this other, other chick crying and. She goes with her. Yeah, and she ends up finding an owner. Which, her story was nice as well. Yeah, her story was nice. She's got Kind of parallel with Woody. Like, she doesn't have a purpose and she wants to find one. So, she's sort of never had a purpose, whereas Woody's already fulfilled his purpose. purpose. So, it's kind of a parallel story. So, Woody gives up his voice box for her. 
she's got these bodyguards who are like these the pretty creepy the yeah. ventriloquist it's dummies dumb. yeah, yeah the dummies there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So they reminded me a bit of Annabelle. They were they were fun. They, yeah. they end up being, yeah. they're not bad either. They're just doing stuff for her. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Keanu Reeves, he's this Canadian. Canadian, Um, he's, he's kind of like, what's that bloke's name? Evil Knievel. He's basically like Evil Knievel. Is that a toy? No, Evil Knievel's a guy who was a stunt bike rider. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is he from Canada? Uh, I'm pretty sure he is. Okay. Let me check. Evil Knievel. Keanu Reeves is from Canada, isn't he? Evil Knievel. American stunt performer, actually. Uh. But he's basically Evil Knievel. He looks like him as well. Yeah. His leg dresses like him. And he's basically a defective toy that never sort of did what he was meant to do. So yeah. He, so he's only just- Kind of got rid of him the moment he got him. He's hilarious in this as well. What's yeah. what's his owner's name? His owner has this hilarious name. Some like Latino guy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keanu is Canadian. Yes. In the end, he fulfills his purpose as well. Yes, yeah. yeah. So he still hangs out with Woody in that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's on Woody's team. King Peel are these? What are they? What They're like it? these plush toys that you win. But what are they? Like one's one a the- bunny. One, yeah, one's, a, one's bunny. a bunny and one's a, te- uh, a bear. A bear? Like a teddy was, bear. I thought it was like a chicken, like a little chick. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which one's which? Keegan is the bunny and Peel is the- Jordan Peel is- um The little chick. They were pretty funny, especially the- What do they call it? Plush Rush? 
What's plush rush? Plush rush is like when they when they scheme. And oh like, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And it always ends in the same way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the funniest is with the lady. How she they show her like going home, having dinner, having a bath with wine, and then they <laughs> they always come. They cut back to them and it's like, is this going to go anywhere? It's like, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the one at the end's pretty funny too when they become like massive, and then they yeah get the laser eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're yeah. hilarious. This other thing I was going to mention, I don't know if you realized, do you know those army men that are with- um, Andy's toys? No, no, no. The army men that are with Bo Peep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like she's got these guys that always like follow her around. There's about five times in this movie where Woody high-fives all of them, except one of them, <laughs> and the one guy always has his hand out, and then you see him walking away in the background all disappointed because he never gets the high-five. <laughs> in, the, in the whole movie, it happens so many times. <laughs> I only noticed it once, actually, the first time. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't realise it happened all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. <laughs> that bloke never gets the high-five. <laughs> Do you think there'll be a sequel to this again? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm happy if they leave it here. Yeah, I'm happy if they leave it as well. But there is potential for another sequel. It's just, it'll be interesting how they do it because Woody's off on his own thing at the moment as well. And Buzz is off on his own thing. So will they just do a Buzz movie or just a Woody movie? I would like a Buzz movie. Yeah. Because he got a bit shafted in the last three. Yeah. 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 But I would be okay with none of them again and just finish it here. End on a high. They probably don't need to revisit Toy Story for some time again. The yep. last one came out almost 10 years ten ago. 10 years though. ago. Yeah, so a while back. Maybe they'll do another one like 10 years' time. That's Toy Story 4. Obviously, we highly recommend it. I watched Annabelle Comes Home. You were not so keen to watch it. Uh, um, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> so I watched it. We've heard many people tell us not to watch it, really, and that it wasn't very good. I watched it anyway. I watched it with uh, Pasco, who was a a guest on our episode for The Nun, and also Captain Marvel. Me and him actually sort of enjoyed this movie, but I'll I'll review it in more detail now. So it came out on the 26th of June. It's directed by Gary Doberman, who was a writer for Annabelle. Annabelle The first one, the really bad one. The really bad one. He was also the writer for Annabelle Creation, which was the good one. The really good one. He was a writer for It. Oh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. He was the writer for The Nun. Ah, uh, no good. It's 50-50 at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He was a producer on Curse of La Llorona. Ooh, nah, that one's, that one's 50-50 as well. And he co-wrote this this movie with James Wan and he directed it. So this is his directorial debut. Is he in the negatives or the positives now, do you think? I'll talk about it. And he's also the writer for It Chapter 2, which is coming up later okay. this year. Yeah. The budget was 27 to $32 million, so on the lower end, as most... Horror movies are, and box office-wise, it's made $141 million. So the story is basically, it's basically an escape room movie. So it's about the Warrens' house and how they have this room in their house where they enclose all these demonic entities and, like, stuff that had demons in them previously. So Annabelle, the Annabelle dolls in there. There's all this other stuff in there. So this movie is a bit of a trailer for, like, the Conjuring universe, like what might come up later as well. But the story is basically about... So it's basically the basement in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. With all the backpacks. It's that, it's that except Conjuring. Yes. Yeah. It's basically that. Yeah. 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 But the story is about the Warrens' daughter. So if you're going into this movie thinking that this is another Conjuring movie with the Warrens 
centered around Annabelle. It is not. So the Warrens are barely in this movie. They're in the first 10 minutes and they're in the last 10 minutes. And they don't do any conjuring stuff. They're like just in it. So if you're expecting them to like do an exorcism or something, they're not doing that in this one. But the daughter, she is played by McKenna Grace, who was in um, Gifted, that movie with Chris Evans. And she was the younger Captain Marvel as well. So she's been in some movies. She was pretty good in this. She's in Ghostbusters. The new one that yeah. they're making. They're making Christmas is 2020. They're making another one. Yes. Is it a sequel to the one with... Um, no, sequel to the originals. Oh. So it's what was got, the other one? That that one's just... It's gone now. <laughs> that one's gone now. Okay. <laughs> Never existed. The the all-female one's gone. It's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, okay. So yeah. one's bringing back the original cast. And it's like Stranger Things meets Ghostbusters. So kids... Kids. Is it, is it it's just got kids? It's got Finn Wolfhard. Oh, yeah. You know, Finn Wolfhard. It's got two other kids. One of them's Asian. Is it the Asian kid from... No, he's never done anything before. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. it's not. It's not the Asian kid from whatever you were going to say. <laughs> it's not him. Okay. It's not the Asian kid from whatever I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, okay. That might be interesting. But yeah. yeah, she's in this as the daughter of Lorraine and Ed Warren. Lorraine uh, and the guy from Aquaman. <laughs> not Digimon, who's the other guy. <laughs> yeah, so she's the daughter of them, and they're going off on a weekend to do some- to They're just having a holiday? No, to shoot for Conjuring 3, I'm guessing. So they're, they're going- like, Are they're, they going to Long Island? I'm not sure. Oh, are they no. going fishing? So this is post-Conjuring 1, pre-Conjuring okay. 2. Okay. Where are they going for the holiday? Spain? They, they don't say. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're going somewhere. They're, yeah. they're going to do some Conjuring stuff. Are they going to the Staples Center to watch a Knicks game? They could be. I didn't know they were fans, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> they could be doing anything. But anyway, they leave. They leave their daughter over with a babysitter for the weekend, and the babysitter also brings along her friend, who is the reason for all the mayhem that occurs in this movie. So I'll explain oh, so what she's happens. Dumb. Yeah, she opens she's the door. The, she's the dumb. She's the dumb horror character. In she this opens movie. the door yeah. and she's like, "Let's play with this ventriloquist dummy." And then they're like, "No, fucking don't do it." And then she's like, "No, I'm gonna fucking do it anyway." And then. Demons come out, they start fucking with them, and McKenna Grace is like, what the fuck did you just do? You, This is not good. And then shit goes, shit goes to hell, and then McKenna Grace has to save them. Pretty much, yeah. So- I nailed it. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I nailed it. So McKenna Grace has the same abilities as her mother. Like, she inherits some of the stuff that her mother has. So she can do stuff. Like, she's not completely useless. The other two are completely useless. Wasn't there the daughter in a previous Conjuring movie, which is not McKenna Grace? Yeah, so the daughter from the previous Conjuring movies was not in this movie. Okay, so like there's the, two daughters, is there? No, no, it's the same daughter, it's just okay. a different actor. Okay. So they yeah. recast her. Are you sure they did take that daughter to the Staples Center to watch the Knicks game? No. Okay, so she's not with them. As far as I can see, there was only one daughter. There's only one daughter. Yeah. yeah. So she just got plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's also this boyfriend character who turns up who... Who probably- dies? No one dies in this movie, do they? Not really, no. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, but yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> no in this cares. movie. There's also this pizza driver guy, uh, this pizza delivery guy. He's in one scene, but I thought it was like one of the best scenes of this year. <laughs> oh, really? That good? Does he deliver a pizza? He does he say sorry for the lid? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not exactly. He does come late, though. He does come late. He does come yeah. quite late. Yeah. But basically... The boyfriend turns up. He lives across the road from the Warrens, and he knows that the babysitter is 
babysitting. Is this McKenna Grace's boyfriend or the babysitter's boyfriend? No, the babysitter. McKenna Grace is like year four, year three. So okay, she's so pretty she, young. She should be having boyfriends yeah. over. <laughs> Whereas the babysitters are like high. Like Unless late- he's like a really like this guy should be a jail boyfriend. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, so the the babysitters are sort of late high school. And the story is basically one of the girls opens the room, lets out all this stuff in the room. And, and then they go to put them back in the room. And they, yeah, and then they go to put Annabelle back in the room. Yeah. So all that being said, I think there's a lot of negative buzz around this movie. I don't think it's as bad as everyone's saying it is. It's it's Maybe because you went in with uh, low expectations and then you were it, expecting it the exceeded, worst. Yeah. And then it exceeded what you're expecting. Yeah. It could be a bit of that, but I thought it was definitely better than the nun because the acting was pretty good. I thought McKenna Grace was actually really good. And even the other two babysitter characters were fine. They did a good job. One of them does actually have a backstory, and they kind of explain why she... Why she's a babysitter? <laughs> no, that, that would have been interesting. Was she... <laughs> when she was younger, she never had a babysitter. Yeah. And then her parents used to, to spread just... spread the love. She, her parents used to just leave her and go to the Staples Center to watch the Knicks play, and she would be at home by herself, and she's like, when I grow up... I'm going to be a babysitter. I'm going to make sure no kid is ever at home by yes. themselves when their parents go when to watch parents, the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when their parents go watch the Knicks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that was one of the backstories. And the yeah. uh, the other backstory is about the girl who opens the room and uh, lets out all the demons. Yeah. So she has a backstory too. Yeah. It's not as interesting she likes, as- She likes opening doors. <laughs> she, <laughs> She's just very curious. When she was younger, she wasn't allowed to open doors because all of them were locked. She yeah. was basically locked in a room. So as she as she gets older and she's allowed to open doors, she just opens every door she can find. Yeah. She's like, no matter what, even the if demon it's behind this door doesn't matter. Don't give a fuck. I'm opening it. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, doesn't matter. I'm opening doors. Doors locked. Doesn't yeah. matter. I'm gonna find I'm, the keys. Yeah. <laughs> Can't find the keys. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna find a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna knock it down. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was a bit more character development in this one, uh, which the nun definitely lacked. I think. Scares wise, it's not scary. It's definitely not that scary. It's more there is jump scares, which is not good for a horror movie. That it's not scary. Yeah, and the scares don't come for a very long time, like an hour. And this movie's only like an hour and a half. Ooh, okay. So it's a lot of um nothing. There's, there's a lot of like build up to it. There's a lot of like you know the nun when there's scenes where you know there's going to be a jump scare. Yeah, and there's just this like built up tension, and you know it's going to come. They do that, but it doesn't come. Okay, so they build up a lot of tension and then it fizzles into nothing. <laughs> so you're just waiting for it, but it yeah. doesn't happen. But then yeah. it, there's scenes where it does happen. They're just tease. They're a tease. But yeah, I thought it was okay. It's definitely better than the first Annabelle, which is not saying much. It's better than the nun. It's not as good as the second Annabelle. No, it's not as good as the second Annabelle. It's not as good as either of the Conjuring movies. It's probably not even as good as The Curse of La Llorona, in my opinion, because I thought that movie was actually pretty good. Although a lot of other people hate that movie. So. Yeah. I thought the scares in that movie were um, slightly better. I, I probably need to watch that movie to see like, if you were on drugs that night or if it's <laughs> actually just not that bad. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, The Weeping Woman, she was actually pretty scary like in terms of just the character itself. They probably could have explored her background a bit more in that movie. But I thought it was pretty scary. In this one, the there's a lot of stuff that is meant to be scary, but it just didn't hit me like like that one. But the Conjuring movies are definitely next level in terms of horror scares. In terms of rating, I guess Soul doesn't really get it. It, might, it tries. Maybe it gets half because one of the characters does have a 
interesting backstory and that sort of explained her motives a bit more. And McKenna Grace actually has a bit of a story as well because she's being cast in Ghostbusters 2020 yeah. and she had to finish her shooting so yeah. that she could go shoot for that. Exactly. Yeah. There was that. And she's also a, because she has all these powers and she can see like demons and stuff, she doesn't have any friends at school. Oh, okay. And it's her birthday party coming up. Is this like, McKenna Grace in real life or is this the character? It's um, it could both. Be, could be both. Yeah. Okay. It was yeah. just it was just a documentary for some part of the movie yeah. where they just filmed McKenna Grace at school, just by herself, sitting at <laughs> sitting at a table by herself, eating her lunch. It was meant to be a different movie, but they just combined movies, so that she has a bit of a backstory as well. So I'd give it half a soul. Time. Is there a flashback? Yeah, there is actually. Okay, so <laughs> yep, in in my mind, it gets a time stone. The first part of the movie is a bit of a flashback, but I don't think it gets a time stone because it feels longer than it is. It's not a long movie. Gets but a time stone. No, that, it does not. Gets a time stone. The Power Stone. This is interesting because even though this is an Annabelle movie, there's this all, all these other demonic creatures and stuff in this movie. There's a woman in a white wedding dress or something, a woman in a wedding dress. and A woman in a white wedding dress. Most wedding dresses are white, yeah, so yeah, yeah you'd, you'd expect at least it's not a black wedding dress. No. Then, then you're really fucked. Well, it starts off white, but then it ends up red. That's oh, okay, yes. yeah, because she spilt red wine on it. That was her alibi. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically the story around that is that it's like a cursed wedding dress and whoever wears it ends up killing Spills it. red wine on it. Spills yeah. red wine on it. And, and then, it just ruins their night, you know. Yeah, that. and they get really angry at the husband and they kill the husband. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So apparently, Oops, yeah. apparently they kill, like, if you get married in that dress, you end up killing your husband that night. And yep. that's why it's haunted or something. So they introduce that character and they also introduce like this samurai character. I don't know. I didn't get what was happening there, but there was this like samurai suit with the sword and everything. And oh, yeah. There was this like TV that shows you. Shows you old episodes of Ghostbusters, the TV show? <laughs> <laughs> no. It, oh, damn it. Yeah. That would have been good. There might have been another TV that did that oh, in, the, in the room. Yeah. But there was this TV. It shows you like what happens 30 seconds it's like a mirror, basically, but it shows you what's going to happen 30 seconds in the future. Oh, that could be useful if something important was going to happen 30 seconds in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that would be good for? Spot betting. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what's going to happen yeah. 30 seconds in the future. Is that why it's in that room? Because people were using it for spot betting? <laughs> <laughs> it's too dangerous. People are making too much money off it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just a mirror and it shows you what's going to happen. Like it's like twenty seconds in the future, which was sort of interesting. They used it for some interesting stuff. There's these coins that people use to like cover dead people's eyes or something. I didn't quite understand that storyline. Is it to keep them revitalized? It's kind of like cucumber for alive people's eyes, but it's coins for dead people's eyes. Gives you. Do you know how people put cucumbers on their eyes? Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I don't think it's that. <laughs> no, it's not that. Okay. So they, they introduced all these elements to it. So I think it sort of gets the power because of that. The mind, it's a very straightforward story. So I don't think it gets the mind at all yeah. because there's not much you, you have saw, to think about. You saw all the scares coming. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Reality. It's a movie about it's a movie about a haunted doll. How real can it be? Yeah. Well, the deal, the doll. It's real. real yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Whether you believe it's haunted or not, that's <laughs> up to you, but it is definitely haunted. 
Yeah, well, they keep it in that, and they keep it in that enclosed glass case. Right? Yeah, and it's the glass. Pos- the glass case is actually bulletproof as well. I think it is actually. I think it's bulletproof. I don't in case know why. Someone tries to steal it. Well, in case someone shoots it, I guess. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they would, but because yeah. it says positively, do not open as well on it, despite it saying that people in this movie are probably doesn't get the reality. I guess and space. There's no space, no space. elements, no. so no. So it. What did I say? It gets half a soul, doesn't get the time, gets the power. Gets so, the time. So, <laughs> so one and a half. One and a half. Two one and, and a half. half. But I would probably still give it a cognitive recalibration, to be oh, honest. Oh, really? Okay. So it doesn't... It's still a good time. Like I wouldn't say it's a terrible movie at all. I think so it's, it's better than 50%. Yeah, I would say it's, it's better than 50%. It's not a fail. No. Okay. I would yeah. say it's better than 50%. It's one of the better Conjuring Universe movies. I guess. What's the director's name? Gary Doberman. Gary Doberman. Is he in the positives or the negatives now? I think he just gets into the positives. Sneaks into the positives. Because he's, he's done two good movies, so Annabelle Creation and It, and he's done this movie, which is okay. So it's 50, and, and he's done- And he's done Annabelle, which is not good. He's done yeah. The Nun, which is not good. The Curse of La Llorona, which I don't think is that bad, but- so he just sneaks into the positives. I think it just sneaks in. Yeah. Okay. But if it chapter two is terrible, then he's then, back into the negatives. Yeah, then he's back. Yeah. Then he's back yeah. into the negatives. If you guys had any thoughts on either Toy Story Four or Annabelle Comes Home, uh, send us a tweet or a, or an email. We'll tell email. you how you can do that in a second. We'll go back to the Who Am I? Yes. And we'll figure out who this person is or this. Toy. Better hurry up because I really need to go to the toilet. Okay, well, yeah. I'll speed things up. Speed it up. <laughs> I was once owned by a young girl named Daisy. I was one of the three toys that Daisy played with the most. One day during a break at a rest stop, Daisy was playing with her toys when she stopped to have some lunch, after which she forgot she fell asleep and forgot to take them. The three of us waited day in, day out for Daisy to return, but one day, we decided to make our journey to back to her house. However, upon arriving, we realized that Daisy had got new toys and that we had essentially been replaced. My fellow toy tried to convince me that Daisy no longer loved us, and despite this, I never forget the fact that my previous owner loved me. I am 18 inches tall, machine washable on gentle cycle, and flame resistant. Who am I? I actually didn't know the name, but I secretly twisted you into giving me the name halfway through the review. Is it Jessie? No. Fuck. You're sort of on the right lines. So sh- she's from Toy Story 2. Yes. This character is from Toy Story 3. Jeez, these movies are so similar. Toy Story 3. I haven't seen that in a while. Is it a new character from Toy Story 3? Yeah. It was a new so character. It's it's one of the teddy bear's friends. Is it Ken? Ken the, the Barbie doll? Yeah. Ken? No, it's no, not. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't remember. The name of this character is Big Baby. So he's the big oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't talk, does he? No, he doesn't yeah. talk, yeah. He's the teddy bear's friend. Yeah. But he's actually good. No, I do, I, do, I do remember that. But they've got a very similar story to Jesse, the other dude, and the, the horse dude. Bullseye. Yeah, you're right. They do have a similar yeah. story. <laughs> Except I don't think Jesse is uh, uh, flame resistant. <laughs> no, dude, she is. She is. <laughs> that, I didn't listen to that part. But and I no, don't think no, she's, she's machine washable either. Oh, totally is. She's... <laughs> Chuck her in that machine, she'll be fine. <laughs> She's probably not eighteen inches tall. Big baby's big. Eighteen inches. I don't even. I don't know what inches are. Like <laughs> you could, like you could give me like say fifty like- fifty six inches. I wouldn't know how big that is. Is <laughs> that like as big as me, or is that as big as this mic? I, I have no idea. 
Just keep it in mind for next time. I'll, Bit disappointed. I'll convert to metric. Yeah, yeah, we're not American here. Yeah, I'll convert to metric um, measurements from <laughs> from now on. From now, that's on. a warning. Warning number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it was Big Baby. That's the name of the character, Big yeah, Baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, if people want to get in touch with us, how do they go about it? So we've got a Gmail at cognitive root calibration podcast at gmail.com. So send us an email there. Tweet at us at C recalibration and hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at cognitive recalibration. And we are available on all podcasting platforms. And please do give us a like on social networks. So Instagram, especially and Facebook, because we update all our episodes on Facebook. So please do give us a like on that. Thanks for listening once again. And we'll be back very soon in in the new episode with Stranger Things 3, which we're actually recording right now after Tyrone goes to the toilet. Yes. <laughs> Exciting for me. <laughs> the, the the toilet part. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. you're not, not as excited for Stranger Things. No, that, that's <laughs> the least of my worries at the moment. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next episode then. We'll see you soon. All right. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.